in many and various ways. In the days of old, God spoke to us through the prophets. And in these last days, in the fullness of time, God spoke to us through his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. The eternal word of God the Father, who in the beginning was with God, and who in the beginning was God, is the one word which God the Father speaks to us, our Lord Jesus Christ, the image of the invisible God and the splendor of his glory. Because of this, because Christ is the eternal word, because he is God with all the fullness of divine perfection, Christ is the fullness of revelation. He is the perfect image of God the Father. And that is one of the reasons why the word of God took on flesh and dwelt among us, so that we could see with our eyes God the Father. For everything Christ did reveals to us God the Father. And the purpose for this revelation is not for the sake of mere intellectual speculation. It is because ultimately we cannot love what we do not know. And so by revealing to us God the Father, we may know him and we may love him. Christ also gives to us by his life an example so that we may follow in his footsteps. The entire life of Christ is the perfect manifestation of each and every virtue. Christ then places before us life and places before us death. For those who seek out life, they conform themselves to Christ. Those who reject this conformity to Christ are the ones who are lost. This is why Paul says, those whom God foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that his son may be the firstborn of many brethren. And so, we see how we must act. It is for this reason that the saints, many of them, always carried around the books of the gospel with them, so that they could study the entire life of Christ, so that they may know how to act. This is also why when Deacon Dominic and myself were ordained deacons, we are given the book of the gospel, not only so that we may preach Christ, because preaching with words alone is insufficient, but so that we may live out a life that is in imitation of Christ. Because the Holy Deacon knows as well as I do that before anyone hears you preaching the gospel, they should see you living it out by your actions. But had Christ stopped there, had Christ merely given us knowledge of God the Father, if he had merely given us an example of how we ought to live, it would have been insufficient. Because humanity was deeply wounded by their sins. We groped around in darkness. Even in the Old Testament, when we were given the law and how we were to pursue holiness, we, we were unable to. We lacked strength in our nature. That's why Paul can say, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But whereas the law of old simply told us what sin was and told us what sanctity was, Christ gives us grace as well. For the law came through Moses and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so it is Christ, the fountain of all grace, coming into the world, taking on human nature, so that we may have the strength to not only know God, 
not only to love God, but the strength also to conform our actions to Christ. That is why he tells the apostles that he is the vine and we are the branches, and without him we can do nothing. So we must learn the truth of the great words of St. Augustine that all of our hope is in the grace of God. And so then, in order to know God the Father, in order to live the life of Christ, we must constantly place ourselves in union with the fountain of all grace, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we do this primarily through the sacraments, but also secondarily through prayer, through the reading of the sacred texts. We live in constant communion, drinking deeply of the grace which Christ wishes to offer to each and every one of you. Because ultimately Christ desires to give each and one, every one of you more grace than you could ever imagine. And he desires to pour out grace upon you more than you could ever desire it. And so place yourself in close contact with Christ through the study of sacred scripture, through Eucharistic adoration, and through the reception of the sacraments, so that through his grace, the grace which he will pour into his, your minds and your hearts, you may know God the Father whom Christ reveals, and by knowing him you may love him, and you may learn the glorious splendor of the life of Christ, and you may imitate it unto eternal life.